0: The Trottier for Discussions of Truth. We are in San Antonio, Texas, and I have a very uh, intriguing man with me
1: here at the moment. Doug, please introduce yourself for listeners. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, my name is Doug Ward. Uh, go by danger, Doug. I'm a uh, retired military veteran. Served uh, 26 years, started my career in the Marine Corps, retired in the Navy, uh, did communications for uh, some of the SEAL teams, and... Uh, Retired after that, worked in the defense industry, got to see a lot of things. And uh, we're currently in a situation right now where I don't think people really, truly understand the danger that the republic's in. Doug, I'm going to insert this. Uh, I just passed
0: passed this information for listeners. Uh, Eric John Phelps is somebody that I, people that listen to the work I've done. Uh, and do Eric John Phelps is a theologian that, that I've uh, interviewed on this show, and I've uh, recently uh, had people look into uh, into into his work. Um, protocol Protocol Ten of the uh, the Learned uh, Elders of Zion calls for the inoculation of diseases. Um, uh, Eric John Phelps, for instance, Doug uh, says that this is a uh, although it seems to be a Jewish. Uh, controlled and engineered, uh, uh, a, a, a protocol design. It is not, and he says it is Jesuit. This is what Eric John Phelps says. I'm going to insert this here, Doug. Before, 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 before you, you continue here. Uh, 14. I get the, I get the exact date for you, uh, and I, I just published this, Doug, on my Instagram. And this is for—look, for listeners to understand, we were just uh, in a back, back room, right? We were in a dining room, and we were yes. having a conversation with the, with the great Alan Keyes. Yes, we were. Okay? And, uh, and, 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 and Alan is coming at perhaps what you and I will be discussing from a different perspective. And I'm saying correct different perspective because the man, Alan is a beautiful human being. Uh, but his ancestry is different from 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 what you and I ancestry would be and this is why I'm inserting this right now because this is where I think this discussion is going to go this is where the road it's going to go down now this is what I'm getting at right now. Doug is I'm going to read you a quote by Werner Stein and the quote reads in 1441 the Portuguese who were on their journey of discovery at Cape Bianca, West Africa met there the Negroes for the first time with this ball, bull, papal bull, now they received from the highest authority of the Holy See, S-E-E, the premises to enslave these peoples. Okay, this is 1441. They're enslaving human beings on the continent of Africa, okay, via a papal bull. Correct. Okay. Uh, This practice was common since 1441. Now, these three bulls, these three bulls, and I'm getting this information via uh, uh, what I have been learning from uh, Eric John Phelps, who, who I've sent you a link to. So listeners understand, Doug has now been sent this leak. He sent the video. These three bulls: 1452, Dumb Diversus, papal authority to enslave quote, Sacerans, pagans, and unbelievers. Correct. That's 1452 to enslave unbelievers. Second papal bull, Romanus pontifix Romanus Pontifix 1454 grants African slavery monopoly, meaning con- entire control, to the Portuguese crown. Okay, and, and that is a subservient crown, as we just uh, discussed off mic. And third, 1493 Papal Bull called Inter Caetera, which divided the globe conquest in half. The Pope gave half of the globe. To spanish conquest and the other half the rights to the portuguese conquest dude those bulls historically in your view doug do those equate to anything that's happening right now in the united states
1: in your in your view in your opinion in my view one of the things that i I would look at when you're looking at those bulls it's 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 really it's also tied to the english crown and all these crowns are so interconnected and what people don't understand is. Now you're saying
0: crowns multiple.
1: What do you mean by that? So, if you look at each crown, they do a lot of. Uh, Monarchy? The monarchies, right? you are doing a lot of interbreeding.
2: There's stuff in the
1: That's how they've been able to connect and intertwine with each one of these, you know, Power. kingdoms, as you might want to call them. Uh, they've done this across the globe. They're, you know, if you look at the Vatican. The Vatican is a deep-seated power religious monopoly. I I wouldn't even just call it a religious monopoly. Uh, You're looking at probably the biggest intelligence operation in the world. How do you know this, Doug? How how do you know? You know, this is this is uh, basically look at each country, look at the how they've been able to manipulate them with the Pope most if you look at south america for example all of south america is heavy what catholic
0: south sure of course and even mexico and even, even part of north america so, a
1: third of north america. and then of course north america which has kind of died down to uh died down somewhat and a lot of that's because of the politics to basically turn the united states into a communist nation now, why would they not do that in South America? They don't mind the religion, but they understand the religion's kind of running its course. They want to have a one-world religion. They realize they who's they? That? that would be the Vatican. That would be the Pope. They realize you have to understand. They understand they've got the, these divi- the divide and conquer. You've got the Muslims. You've got the Christians. You know, uh, the Hindus. You've got all this these divine conquer tactics that go on and these powers that beat. They want to bring it all together under one envelope. That's how they feel they can get that complete power. To have complete power and consolidation also means elimination of historical enemies. Okay,
0: get back to crowns. You were talking about the mon- monarchy. If, 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 if this is a global structure of dominance and power that's rooted from the uh, historical network of the Vatican, which has been around for, what, 2,000 years, close to it? If, if, this is, if this is the case, Doug, how, how does that relate to these crowns that you speak of, or monarchs? Right,
1: so, so the crowns were basically a dividing up of power just for control of land and resources. They all—it's kind of like the states in the United States. You had 50 states, but they all kind of fell under— one government everybody kind of came together did their things kind of like land barons in england right they all reported to the crown well all these separate crowns you're just taking it at a bigger level they all report to the vatican how do you know that if you do the research on this all of them are intertwined all of them have always listened to what the church says why what's the
0: research that sticks out in your mind that that most of the research
1: that i've done uh Depicts around uh, the Templar Knights a lot of the things that they did. The French and the English both sending Christian warriors, quote unquote, using the we have to do this because of uh, Jesus, Uh, you know, following his word. We have to like a crusade, exactly. So we had the crusades not just once, but twice. This was all about resources, it was all about power. It was nothing, there was no love. There was no giving of love to the Saracens. No Christianity in it at all. No, there was none at all. It was all about power. They used that. It's the same thing if you look at the current situation in the world. We sent American troops to Afghanistan. We sent American troops to Iraq. It was never about freedom. It was about consolidation of resources. And opium. Power. Well, you have opium. That, that's your main source you in Afghanistan. You, you know, I was there three tours. Uh, if you look at Iraq, I was there two tours. That was a consolidation of oil. The resources that were there, possible mining rights, depending on if they could find you know, any type of uh, minerals, things of that nature. I mean, think about this. Do you think when U.S. forces are there and you see, like, U.S. NGOs over there or actual government agencies, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're actually here to do what? I remember talking to a couple of guys, and I'm like, well, why would you have the geological service here? Why would you have... like?" Why are certain government agencies walking around Iraq? Isn't their, their main purpose to be doing things in the United States and keeping track of our geological surveys and stuff of that nature, updating those uh, as the earth you know, does its thing? No, I mean, you had massive amounts of different government agencies that were infiltrating and basically trying to figure out what are the resources we could use. You know, Look at Iran. Iran, you know, the greatest empire in the world was Persia, right? One of them. Yeah. It took out the Spartans, but barely. Barely, right? Correctly. Yeah, with 300, they fought pretty good. But at the end of the day... Xerxes, was it? Xerxes. At, what is it, Thermopolis? Sounds right. I'm trying to remember the name of the... But when we look back at this, the consolidation of these empires the monarchies themselves you have to understand you have the English crown you have the Portuguese crown you had the Spanish crown and Columbus was
0: was, he was Portuguese financed by the Spanish crown is that how that went
1: y- yeah and then you had uh, correct right so you had that you also had the the Italians themselves Coel I got tongue-tied the word collude Bas- not colluding basically they combined so if you look at look at the Byzantine Empire, that was a Christian empire. It collapsed under the weight of its own greed and was consolidated parts of it into Christianity with Greece and that and what have you. But it was allowed to fail because it was not providing the power structure to the Vatican. The Vatican would rather let it fail at that time because they knew they could control the Saracens. They had the power, they had the strength to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because if you look at where East Camp, uh, Constantinople mm-hmm. is now, what? Istanbul.
0: Constantine-crowned emperor of uh, the, the, the western half and of that the was empire.
1: A, if I remember correctly, wasn't that a... I think it was 1,400-year empire. It was, it was roughly almost 1,400 years. That's a long time for an empire. But they got comfortable. And they eventually got overrun. But the Vatican, did you think the Vatican went to help them? Do you think that the Roman Empire, or what was used to be the Roman Empire, went to help them? No, they let them fail because they had agreements probably in place, right? Look at the royal blood that that spread, that the, the tribes that went out spoken of in the Bible. So let me ask you this question:
0: If if, if the Vatican, it seems like we're looking we're, we're looking at history here, and we're, we're saying, hey, the Vatican, the Vatican is a common denominator here. It just simply is. It is a common denominator in, 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 in these different struggles and battles and wars. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to throw something out in a totally different field for you, Doug. We'll bring it back. Bring it back to mm-hmm. what we know as America. Yeah. Is it possible that an institution like the IRS could be controlled by the Vatican? Yes. Talk about
1: that. I would. So it would run through England. The city of London, controlled by... What's the city of London? So the city of London is basically all your banking. That's all your financial. That's controlling all the money. The queen. The queen. Controlling all the money. That gets... Is the queen controlling it, or is it controlling the queen? I think it's a situation of both. Because wealth and power has a way of corrupting you. So you have that control going on there with the final answer... And the final dictates coming from the Vatican. And, uh, but hold on, Doug how
0: do how do we how do we get how do we get from the IRS created nineteen uh, fourteen
1: uh, something yeah uh, right after nineteen thirteen to Jekyll Island.
0: Right, right after uh, well, uh, so y- y- you're 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 talking about uh,
1: uh, J.P. Morgan J-
0: right all, uh, all the bankers Aldrich the Senator Aldrich correct which was the, which was the main. Uh, working with uh, working with the, with the the German. Uh, okay, you're talking about Jekyll Island, right? So 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 that led up to the 1913 passing of the Federal Reserve Act, and then and then and then what, what we're saying here is the IRS. So the IRS, we're, we're just we're just talking right right as far as like following the money. So go IRS. How do we equate Doug? How do we equate the IRS to the city of London?
1: So the the IRS collects the money, right? If you look at all the money that's collected from American, you know, uh, American citizens, you take that
2: money,
1: you never see it going to the debt. The money's always taken. So then you take that money, and it's moved. You mean to pay off the debt? Correct.
2: It never goes to pay off the debt.
1: It's just using a, quote-unquote, pay off the bankers in the city of London. The IRS, so you're basically looking at, it's like a self-licking ice cream cone. The money just keeps coming in. Just keeps coming in. And it just keeps accruing. You're not seeing the the interest on that. I'm not seeing the interest on that. And it just keeps flowing. And then they take the money. Now we have, we don't have gold-backed currencies. So now you you don't have gold-backed currencies. So now everything is on digital ledgers. So if I was to ask you, you say, I got $10,000 in my checking account. Do you really have $10,000 in checking account? If you go to your bank right now and ask them, I need $10,000. They won't give it to they you. They won't give it to you. Matter of fact, you have to put in a request to get it, and it might be like three days, and they'll say, oh, you can come pick it up on this day. Why? Because they have to go get that physical cash. Because they, have they have, don't have it. They don't have it physically there. They have to have it sent to them.
2: And Hayward, California. So. She was like, you know. Okay. Okay. You're
1: talking
0: about gold-backed big currencies. Big we know, empire, well,
2: like
0: Nixon abolished yeah. the gold standard in 1971. So Correct.
2: question
0: is are you are, are you advocating and again, we can get out the IRS and the city of London and the trails back to Rome. But are you saying that there should possibly be a gold-backed currency. Is that that's something that would
1: If you have a gold A lot of people are on the Bitcoin bandwagon, cryptocurrency, things of that nature. At this point in time, that is a great thing, okay? It it actually is. I don't dabble in it. I know people that have, and they've uh, benefited extremely well financially. Some of them not so much. And it's not that they haven't benefited. Uh, It's kind of like a gambling addiction. I see, I see some people getting into that. It's, yeah. it's becoming kind of like people with lottery tickets, constantly going in, buying $200 lottery tickets, thinking they're going to make $50 uh, return on that. So what we're seeing is you have the cryptocurrencies, which are a good thing at this point. The problem is there's a global digital currency plan to be put in place, right? The governments are talking about this. A lot of governments... Clash what? Correct. If that currency goes into play, do you think they're going to let Bitcoin and... Ethereum and those things stand? No, that's going to be a direct uh, competition with them. Along with the competition, it's not trackable like a government cryptocurrency would be. Whereas, you know, if I tie in your cryptocurrency, that's a government currency, I tie it to a vaccination card, I tie it to your medical records, it's like one big file on you. Now you take that I can control, I can actually turn off your payments. Or ability to pay. Or ability to pay. Or I can shut off your mortgage. Hey, you, and you tied in with the social credit score, which China's already Already doing. Right, they're already doing it, so they basically are approved the concept. So the technocrats and those in power are sitting back thinking, man, why didn't we think of this? So now they're adopting the concepts that the communists are putting in place. The only way around is to get into a gold-backed currency, have it reset, or people are gonna have to get into a bartering situation. You have to understand how to barter. The only way currently out of the situation we're in now is, and a lot of people don't wanna hear this, take a walk back in time and go back into a bartering system where everybody, has gold coins, maybe some silver coins, and you trade. Basically, if I want you to have money, I'm gonna pay you for a service. So I'm gonna ask you, Trotter, what service are you gonna offer me so I can pay you? Hey, I'll, I'll, you know what, I will help till your garden. Roger that. Matter of fact, and not only that, if you help me till my garden, guess what I'm gonna do? I, I, and then you work in the deal, you said, hey, you know what, if I help you till this garden, right because it's a lot of work. Okay. Can you promise me food next year mm-hmm. when when the season comes around? That's where we ha- that's where we're going. The current world situation, a lot of people are jumping on candidates and parties. The first off with the candidates, the idolatry. That that's a problem right now that we're we're witnessing. People are still following candidates with a blind loyalty. For instance, President Trump.
0: Okay, so you're, and, and I'm not. Yep.
1: I'm not saying that's a bad thing to follow Trump, but it's the complete willingness to put him over the Lord. There's a, I, I see this quite a bit. You so have, they're saying he's
0: better, he's more important than God. Is that what you're saying? Right.
1: To some people, it is,
0: and I, I I've witnessed it. That, that seems like how people were reacting to Obama, they, 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 like they were it's worshiping the, this was, guy, it, like
1: he was a king and or that's, a God. Or, exactly, it's the same thing with Obama. You you have to understand when people like a savior. Exactly. So, look at what's going on right now. Like, if you go on Twitter, if you go on Instagram, if you go on a lot of these platforms, what are you seeing? Everyone's so behind a candidate; they're so wanting someone back. Yeah. Not understanding. Timeout. Where, where are you in life? No one's taking a look at themselves. You know, I was telling you, Clay and I are ha- having a conversation, and I told Clay, him.
0: Clay Clark. Clay Clark. And he calls you da- Dangerous
1: Doug. Yeah, well, he Why? likes to call me Scary Doug, too. Oh, scary but, Doug. You know, and it, well, he calls me that because I was telling him stuff a year ago, what was happening. How'd you meet
2: time.
1: him? Uh, I was actually starting my own podcast, and he invited me on as a guest. And we're going to talk about a business I was. So he behind. he found you? He found me. And one of the things him and I talked about is vaccine mandates. I told him, I said, they're going to be coming. And there was other things uh, through our conversation that I can't remember everything. Uh, and I think he probably thought I was a conspiracy theorist. You know, some of it like, it's just, there's just no way. For instance? And I, so some of it was the vaccine mandates. It's like, no, it'll never get to that point. It's like, you know, we'll fight it. I'm like, you can't fight what's going to get put in place then you're going to be you know you know. You saw it coming i saw it coming right after this whole thing started i already knew you have to understand i was in the military and i worked with uh, some of the guys i worked with psychological operations and when you're in iraq and afghanistan and you're watching the whole when when the hearts and minds if you notice right now what's going on we're looking at a when the hearts and minds of the world okay look at the World Health Organization, the World Economic Foundation, or, okay. uh, Foundation. Form. Klaus Schwab. Yeah. All these people, okay. they're trying to talk to you in these nice ways, and, no, 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 oh, yes, hey, no, we're no, gonna no, do this for no, you, no, Bill Gates. Here's the resolution. Here's the resolution. No, you know, no, problem, no, solution. Bill Gates. Yeah, we need, now, we, we, what is the big thing? You had the election, you had all this other stuff going on, you had COVID. As COVID's kind of dying right. down right now, a little bit, it's yeah. kind of slowing down, now all of a sudden, Within the last two weeks, they've cranked up the climate change. They have really? to. They have to have the cause. So it's problem solution. So they're trying to say, you know, and Biden even brought it up. It's going to come to a point where you're only going to get to have meat maybe once a month. It's like once a week or once a month. I'm trying to remember. Or if you're the exact a white man, you can't
0: have any red meat at all. Yeah,
1: and and then you're. You can't eat cow meat. You can't have a steak. So I'm like, so the audience is there. No milk for you. Right. I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. You obviously are crushing it in the gym, right? You take care of yourself. Am I correct?
0: Yes, sir. I I do enjoy. Yeah. And and there's a reason
1: for that. Now, can you imagine? They say you're totally cut off from meat, chicken, poultry. You know. No. Forget about it. So. Forget That's the no. situation. We're both hands you're going to have to so go through me like Biden told DeSantis or like DeSantis told
0: Biden. You're going to have to go. You're going to have to they, go through me.
1: Exactly. So now we're in a situation. Look at this food here, situation. Climate change. So now they're I saying, blood, OK, blood we blood. want because of climate change, oh, yeah. we have to re- yeah, yeah. reduce the carbon footprint. So you have Bill Gates doing know, what? Was, hey, Before they even the, came the, out I with this, they were already telegraphing what they were going to do. So Bill Gates started doing what? He started buying up all the farmland that's irrigatable along major waterways in the United United States. States. So that's your Mississippi or Missouri or Ohio rivers. They're buying up most of um, the farmland that would be able to be used for the crops that need high water usage and the cattle. Think about that. Let that sink in. People aren't paying attention, and it drives me up the wall. I've been seeing stuff like this for 20 years. I've had conversations with friends, and I
2: okay.
1: had a, a close family member, and they were having a meltdown on me about six months ago, and they were they said I just wanted to go back right. to normal, <laughs> and you know saying I was conspiracy theorist. Now this person is stockpiling food, okay? So they basically had one foot in and one foot out, believe one foot believing, one foot just hoping, hoping. That it's going back to normal. That you didn't know what you were talking about, Doug. Correct. And what happens? I let it rest. I said, you know what? I'm going to grab a beer. I relaxed, went to sleep, got up the next morning. Right. I was looking this person in the eye, and I said, hey, I'm really sorry.
2: Contagious.
1: I owe you an apology. Maybe I I, Pandemic. I, I, I gave you too much information. Maybe it's a little too much too fast. I said, but do you understand we're not going back to normal. Do you understand? I said, do you, do you know how I feel every day for the last 20 years, seeing stuff that's happening when I was serving, watching the leadership make poor choices and start bringing in this woke culture into the military? I said, I've been living it and I've been telling guys, and, and the, the men went, You know, this is what's gonna happen next. Um, We're not going to be able to do certain things. I said, do you understand? I, I said, I don't like to see these things. I don't like to predict them. I said, how do you think that makes me feel that I wake up in the morning and I'm paying attention to the patterns and the things that are going on that I have to, in my mind, be able to balance out to still have a normal life knowing what is coming and still... Still not going crazy.
0: And this this person's now warmed up to
1: this person now realizes
0: something happened
1: and has said, "We're not going back to normal." You're right. This person is my wife. I, I, I was I was going to suggest that when you said you woke up next to it's, the person, she she's probably one of the smartest people I know. Uh, she's been vaccinated. No. No. I haven't.
0: I just don't think uh, the there's a need me, for it. You need to pray this so I did.
2: I, 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 think, I think it's there. a,
1: you know, if people she feel that you. way and, and they feel yeah, they have it to was, get it, it was so then by all means. But I think they need to do the research but, but, but I, but um, before they, that, they make some of those choices. Especially, you know, know, when I see people I that have pre-existing conditions and they're walking around... Uh, so, for example, I was driving out here, and uh, I just crossed into Texas, and I'm at a gas station right off the I-10, and I see two, a mother and a daughter, and I think the mother was probably in her 40s, the daughter's in her 20s, and they were severely obese. They had a gate to their walk. They, you know, they didn't have a normal walk because of their weight. I and they had, had masks on, and in an, a then massive gas up. station on the side of the i10 the wind's blowing twenty miles an hour and they 're wearing masks and I was sitting there watching them and I was thinking to myself, the mask is probably not advisable for someone in your condition and that 's not being hateful that 's being realistic they 're wearing masks they can barely walk. They probably need all the oxygen they can. A respiratory maybe. Correct. There is yes. what there. are Suggesting. Yes.
0: Uh, and dexamethasone and albuterol. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, so, Doug.
1: And now it
0: took. Uh, Look, we, we started down this road, I think, you know, by talking about connecting the IRS to the city of London. Um, and, and again, we're getting we're getting at the the Vatican. They, if there's a, if there's a infrastructure, if there's an infrastructure, I want to I want to get your. View and so, your thought on how the uh, vaccine correlates to this digital did, yeah, reset that you're you're speaking and of, and, and, the and you threw in uh, the, 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 the cryptocurrency that. into that as well. But um, the, I mean, they, they did the if there's an organization uh, historically then, that has made its presence yeah. felt, you were talking about South America. I, I, yeah. Yeah. You, if you walk into any village or town, typically anywhere in the world, but. Certainly, in South America, or in in, in, or in the Americas as well, it's the same. It's the same structure. The two largest buildings are typically a bank, a bank, and a church, oh, and yeah. a church. Yeah, correct. So, Doug, are you are you saying that the are you saying that that, that a religion would and could have the infrastructure to roll out this type of conspiratical attack? On the global population. All right. You didn't take the
1: vote. I don't think it's so much if. I think you have to look at. If you were to look at uh, churches in Europe or some of the churches in South America,
0: like Protestant churches,
1: uh, or m- probably more Catholic, the uh, the <laughs> amount of gold. So if you've ever been to some church, you, I don't know if you've ever traveled right. to Europe or... A little bit. No, but if if, if, bit. if you would have gone in some of the churches, when you walk in... They're elaborate. They're beautiful. The amount of wealth, not just in the architecture and the building that went into this, but the ornaments made of, we're talking like some of the most expensive gold in the world, and the amount of it that's used. Yes. Now think about back then... Absolutely. You know, people talk about and human I suffering think, now. You know, you know, and yes, there are there is quite a bit of human suffering in the world today. right And now I want to go down that road. But think about the human suffering back then. You what know, that gold shutting, could have been used us for. And they never. Kids so, home, you have to look at the church has home, always been intertwined with the bankers. That's how, you know, it, it's 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 not a same thing. Are they one in the same? They're they're basically one in the same. Church and state, same thing. Yeah, so you would say church and state, but it would be, I wouldn't even yeah, say church and I state. I would out. say church and bankers. It's tied more with, with banking.
0: Folks like me the state
1: is just a method time, of controlling populations. Parents.
0: Honestly, I'm not and workforces it's bad. You're
1: saying that's a, a state Yeah, so for example, if you look at England Or okay. the United they're, States, for example they're, they're We are just countries they're, they're We are just methods there's, of there's no Them collecting the taxes It, it gets get sent classroom. And there's it's like the okay. whole pot of money okay. they, And then it gets divvied up Of course, the Vatican controls all that The Bank of England is, is mainly and, and your It's like It's like the clearinghouse For finances in the world The Bank of England the Bank of England in the City of London. If you go to City of London, what is it? Nothing but banks. I haven't been. Have you? Yeah. And it's they, these are. It, it, it's, it's basically like Washington. Right, so you have Washington DC, right? Yeah. So take Washington DC, which is power and political power, and they control right. some of the banking in the United States. Sure. Okay. Yeah. The City of London, that you're getting massive international across the board money coming in there. It's. A banking capital of the world. It's not,
0: and is this is this is this a is this something different than what we're talking about? This London, like Hyde Park yeah. and Buckingham Palace, and yeah.
1: that's just the seat of the of of the banking, and that the crown. So, if you look at the Vatican, that's the religious side of it. But the the royal families, the. Supposed royal blood, that's the seat of the royal blood, is in England. So look at England, you have the, the queen. Like right now they're kind so of trying... She,
0: so she's the most powerful monarchy of all these other monarchies? Current. Is that what you're saying? Because you
1: have to understand, so there was a lot of consolidation. You look at World War One. Yeah. So the Tsar of Russia. The czar of Russia was what? He was related. He like he looked almost exactly like King. Was it King George? They were almost identical twins. They were cousins. When they asked, "Hey, can you bring us in? Like we're in a bad situation," you would think that's like me saying to you, "You know, we're cousins." And you're like, "Hey, man, uh, my country's we're in a bad situation. I need a I loan. Need, yeah, I need a loaner, hey, can you come get me? Can you let me in?" You sharpen my knife? Hey, knock, I'm knocking on the door. I need you to let me in. No. They let them stay there. They knew they were going to be killed. And they did that. It was a consolidation. of That was a consolidation within the royal family to concentrate power. That was an internal battle within the family. If you look at the Austrians and the Prussians, all the cousins. I mean, I could sit... I don't have the the sheets out in front of me, but if you were to look at uh, the Prussian Empire and all the royal families that were there, it collapsed. Everything is now concentrated in England. Think about all those kings and monarchs that were around and all interrelated through marriages and blood, and it was all consolidated and and now sitting in in England. And it's pretty amazing when you look at it because you start thinking, okay, if they're willing to do that to their family and consolidate power, what are they gonna do to us? They don't care.
0: So this 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 power nucleus mm-hmm. that you're identifying in London, that is controlling the United States banking system, which controls the government of the United States? And there's there is
1: absolutely pretty much no science. Yeah, think about it. The no IRS isn't even really a legal, if you were to dictate yourself sovereign, of course you have to go through all these hoops not to pay taxes, right? The taxes are not truly going to the United States. The United States might see some of it here and there, but it's going to be going to the city of London. There's all kinds of ties. I could probably find some links for you. I mean, its you'll read forever. It'll blow your mind. It'll you know you'll you'll be astounded. But you're you're And it'll using, ir, it'll irritate you. I will tell you that.
0: You're using the creature from Jekyll Island as a base to understand this.
1: Yeah, you know, basically a lot of people they're relating the city of London as the English run everything. No, it's the bankers. It's the, the city, city of London. That's is bankers running England. Correct. It's banking. It's always been banking. So who's running the city of London? The Rothschild? The Rothschilds are Jewish. You know, to be honest with you, everybody knows the Rothschilds. Um, I don't think some of the people that are truly running things will ever be known until said time comes. Doug, what about what
0: about? Uh and what about what about and the, and uh, the, 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 the the structure of the Vatican today is you've got you've got the you got the white pope uh, Pope Francis uh, Berg- 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 Bergogli, I think is his name uh, Bergogli, yeah uh, uh, so Francis he's not not even Franciscan as the name implies he's a Jesuit so there's concealment. Right there, uh, you've got that's a white pope. Then you've got the the black pope, right? The general superior general of the Society of Jesus, the Jesuits. So you got two general Jesuits in power there, uh, and that's Sosa from Venezuela. And, you know, mm-hmm. Venezuela fell to the communist regime, right. right? And then we've got another pope here, and this is this is perhaps alluding to what you're talking about in regards to the structure that's behind the Rothschild. Uh, of the city of London, and that is uh, Pepe Orsini, the head of the, the. Some people call him the the gray pope. Um, if the Vatican is behind this, is there a certain? And I'm going to insert this here, Doug. There is a an archbishop uh, that openly wrote letters to Donald Trump, exposing and literally saying, "Now he's he's been ostracized and put into a corner as being a theorist, but." Vigana, Archbishop Vegana, who's 80 years old, wrote letters to Trump saying that the Vatican was behind this viral pandemic. Do mm-hmm. you concur with that?
1: Here's what I would say about that. I don't think... Here's I will concur in the sense of he's not going to come out and publicly say things like of that nature... Without being sure of himself. He knows what's at risk.
0: You're saying vegano?
1: Correct. Um, I've, I've watched some of his videos. They're very compelling because it makes you, for people who come from a religious background, some people have a really hard time understanding that.
2: Uh, Folks, I'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: But, for example, like I have a friend uh, in Mexico, and I've had these discussions with him on... You know, South America is very a very Catholic nation, which which is fine, right? Um, and they're very family-oriented, what have you? I mean, if you have ever been to South America, they're very family-oriented, right? And we were having the discussion on the epidemic that had happened with pedophilia, and I said, my question is to you, what is your take on? Right, like, that's the pedophilia, like with, with, with like. Uh, the population there and he's in Mexico and he said here's what I will tell you he goes. They absolutely believe in Jesus They absolutely believe in the church He goes, but they're not blind They understand there's problems and they take care of it sometimes when they have to my And I, I, I kind of paused and he said yeah, he said, you have to understand there's also two types of mafia, or not mafia, cartels. That's awesome. And I, I, I'd never heard this before. We started talking, and he was telling me about the two types of cartels. You have the religious cartels, which believe in God, and they're kind of like the Robin Hood. But they also make sure the church does not overstep its bounds. Then you have the regular cartels that, of course, you see on the news. and are right. Yeah. Or smuggling and and they And then, of course, those both those cartels hate each other. Well, they, not so, because yeah, religious know. cartels I live know. by the well, it word was
2: of God. It was being the it was was it
1: was bad. drug cartels obviously don't, moves. and yes. we know all about that. So, there's there's a major... Maybe a different God. A diva. And it, yeah, that's not a God I don't think oh, we really want you. to be around. Thank thank you. You thank um, so, when you look at that, and you look at how that all plays out, now you understand there are people that understand you understand like yeah, well okay. j- you find out uh, a priest is a pedophile okay well does that mean you're going to stop believing in God no exactly so and that's the same way in most of the South American nations they understand there were some problems now that's it's, it's in modern uh, what do you call it the modern age with the internet and social media and everything so now those, those people have been outed back in the day what did they do they always the
0: technocratic age
1: yeah and in the technocratic age you know everybody can see what's going on you can get something on social media within 30 seconds everybody's watching something and throwing their arms up back then uh, years ago when we didn't have social media you know going all the way back what hundreds, thousands of years no one would ever have known they would have put it under the rug you know that was uh, look at the nuns in some of the churches in Europe what did they always find outside the, the the uh, monasteries or the, the nunneries uh, it's babies aborted babies in the graveyard why because they were having sex with priests you know so there were things now that it's out in the open that the church is trying to correct itself now is it totally correcting itself no you have the vatican and I I can't put if I could, shoot, if I wouldn't have known, I would have pulled the tweet up. But it was showing, basically right now, and I remember when he was talking about it, that you need to have one church, the Pope. He was basically talking about bringing all the religions under one roof. When was, this is a recent tweet? This I think it was like a year ago. And I remember a lot of people were kind of questioning. Because I was having... is so what
0: Francis said.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to bring it all under one roof. So, for example you go to, so imagine being in this church right here, all mm-hmm. right? We're in a great church. They're expanding. Why? Because they have belief in God from the citizens and they need to expand because more people are coming, right? Now, imagine built on this compound. You go, you know, I'm going to go over to the north side of the compound. I'm going to hit the mosque. Or, hey, you know what? I'm going to go over to the south side. I'm going to hit the synagogue. Or, hey, I'm going to head over. I mean, you follow where I'm going with this, depending on the religion. And I'm not picking on any other religions. What I'm saying is the military was doing the same thing. The church on the base is no longer just the church. It's the the center of the the, community. It's the center of the community. Of the base. Right, so you... That's you how
0: things are right now in the U.S. military, you Yes.
1: So the churches, they don't have a mosque what on What church? Don't make her walk. There's one particular church? So you have a church, and a pastor will come out, Catholic. He'll give his service. Then the next hour, it'll be a Protestant service. Uh. There's no separate services. And then, you know, because you know we have Muslims in the military... So then they'll have a Muslim service. But,
0: Doug, you're saying that on U.S. military bases, the center of those bases is now
1: the church? No, I wouldn't say the center of the base is the church. Mm-hmm. But the church is not set up just for Christianity. Right. You don't have separate places separate places of worship. There's separate times for worship. But that's, if you go into the civilian world. So, for example, I went on a tour with my daughter, my uh, oldest daughter at the time. We were going around some colleges, and we went into one of them. And as we were looking up, it was supposed to be a religious, non-denominational uh, religious center.
0: Right. Okay. And I
1: remember I'm walking in. Where was this? This is in Tampa. And I'm looking up. On a,
0: on a, on a college or a university? Or? It
1: was on the University of Tampa. And I'm looking up. I see the organ.
0: This is downtown Tampa, isn't
1: it? It's very downtown Tampa. And as I'm looking up at the organ... I see... It took me a second. I knew there was something. First off, I'm looking around. I don't see a cross. I don't see anything that would relate to Christianity, per se. Okay. Then I'm looking around, and outside, I I walk back outside. I looked up. I see the half moon above the university. Then I walk back in. My wife's listening to uh, this... Uh, briefing on, on the college and, you know, they're giving like a welcome brief. And I'm looking around. And when I looked at the organ, it dawned on me. In the organ, built in... It's a private university? Yes. It was cross swords. Cross swords. Cross swords. Like scimitars. Like you would see out in Aladdin.
0: What is What is that? mean what does that represent or signify you know
1: for me uh, some people will say it's supposed to be their symbol of peace but I found it very disturbing in a religious supposed facility which they try to call community facility but they also use it for religion was two swords in in an Arabic style
0: alright so uh, Doug is showing. Uh, he's got his he's got his phone here, and he's uh, he's showing a, an example of this this image. Uh, and perhaps I will assign that to this uh, this episode. But again, going back to the premise of where Doug began to speak about this, it 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 it, it, it was in. The information that the Pope Francis has within the past year or thereabouts called for a unification of all global religions.
1: So basically what they're doing is he's trying to basically bring all the religions in together. If you want to have total control, you have to get all the religious leaders to do what? Cooperate. Most religions over time have not done what? cooperated Martin Luther beautiful
0: but you're exactly right
1: you see the handles
0: see them? I'll have Doug send this to me send this to me please Doug and I'll put that up on the, uh, the episode um, so what, is that, what does that mean what, what, does that, what does that mean let's use the word crusade again is this a, is this a crusade of some sort
1: To me, I wouldn't say it's so much of a crusade. You know, you have to look at it in the context of... Are you a religious man? Yes, I am. This morning, I uh, had some very deep reflection. I was late coming here because I had to do a lot of soul searching. Because of being here, listening to some of the speakers, watching people like yourself, interviewing people, and, and, and seeing the messages that are being put out. And people trying to pass words of hope and faith and, just, and, and, and not even just hope and faith, right? Because I don't believe, I was in the military, hope's not an option. It's only an option if you have faith in yourself and have the moral courage to stand for yourself. That gives you the hope. Get that with a whole bunch of people, now your hope's off the charts. And a lot of people don't understand that. You know, they'll sit there and, Man, I really hope this works out. I don't know, but you might want to take some action on that. You better have some courage. You better stand up for yourself.
0: Like like Biden saying, "Oh, I hope the Taliban uh, turns turns over some of our some of the weapons." He said something like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. It he hopes. W- he hopes the president, he, the
0: most, powerful man, the most, on most planet powerful man
1: on the planet, hopes, hopes that the enemy. It doesn't work that way. You have to have force on force, or you have to have the threat of force. That's how you know it's was it cause and effect. Solution. Problem. Solution. And then, of course, there's force and.
0: But you think, Bob, or excuse me, Doug. No, no, Bob, go ahead. Doug, you, you, think, you think, without a doubt, this
1: is a. This is a crusade. Like, when you say crusade, a lot of people, and I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this, a lot of people think crusade as though, like the word, to some people, because some people think the word crusade means, oh, the Christians are going crazy. They're, they're going to go on a On yeah, a, a conquest. On a conquest. No, it's. This crusade is a crusade of Bringing everything together And controlling everyone It's to Global basic, it's, 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 it's like a global dominance But it's also to take the And control The love and the happiness that's in the world So if you think about it, right? You love to work out You love to do the great things that Make you who you are Yeah Okay? Yeah Now, imagine if you're restricted So much on what you can do What you can eat What you can say, what you can buy, that's where the world's going. Now, on the timeline, when's it exactly going to take place? It will be in increments. That's what we're seeing right now. If you've noticed over the last year and a half, what keeps happening? They keep doing increments. Things keep happening. What people don't understand is next harvest season, for example, with food. They've already implemented the changes to start reducing food right what, what's going on codex Phos- so
0: elementarius
1: yeah we've got right now phosphate which is used for fertilizer right most of the countries that exported it any to us the united states have done what they're like no we're not going to send it out why because they're keeping it for themselves so what's going to happen next year with, with our growing season you're not going to have all that fertilizer because the phosphate is used for fertilizer So now we're going to have a food shortage. Or it's going to be crunched so high to the point where it's going to be, for some families, it's going to be cost prohibitive to, like, buy meat from the crops that would have been grown from the fertilizer to feed the animals. I see it now. You go in a store and to buy, I saw, what was it, a rack of ribs. The same rack of ribs would have cost, we'll say, I think they're baby back ribs. I think the same rack of ribs, a nice size, was about $13 thirteen to sixteen dollars a year ago or year and a half ago. Okay. Last time I went to the store, it was thirty two dollars. More than double, almost tripled. Yeah, I mean we're we're at a point in time where people are seeing the prices going up and they're attributing it to just okay, the the trucker shortage or things of that nature. They're not understanding it's not just the trucker shortage, it's they're doing a controlled collapse of the food system to Get everybody because of climate change. Remember, go back to climate change. That's the new buzzword now. To get everybody onto what the diet they want you to have, but it, they're they're gonna have all the fake foods, the bugs. I mean, it's. I was reading an article on it. And yeah. what's the what's the go, ab- go to the grocery store? What are you, you going to see? Uh, what is it, that, it? It's a it's like a fake meat. All the grocery stores. No, I first, can't fathom the. Come on, Doug. So think about. No, I know you're. Hey guys, if, you, if if you were to be here with me, this is a this is this is this is a workout king. <laughs> no, but you're hearing what I'm saying. If you go to the store, I remember when it, uh, I think it's called barely meat or something along those lines. But they they had a small little section. Last time I went, they had two freezers full of it, and I'm thinking to myself, who eats this? It it like who really eats this? I actually tried to eat something one time. I tried it. And I, I can't, I can't fathom. It. So go to some of the grocery stores. I bet you
0: believe it can't. I bet you believe it's not butter, Doug.
1: No, it's not. No. I bet you
0: believe it's not butter. I bet you believe it's
1: not filet mignon. Yeah, I, I'm telling you. <laughs> and you know it, it's funny because I had a flamin' mignon, mignon yesterday. I was actually having a conversation with somebody else here, and uh, we were actually talking about. She said, it was it was a lady, and she said I'm I'm getting a steak dinner tonight. And so I was. Going back to my hotel, and there's a restaurant near it, and I you know I walked down, parked, you know parked my car, and I sat there and I thought about her saying that, and I was looking at it, and we had just been discussing the whole situation with food and how they're doing this controlled implosion of, of the food industry. And I was looking at the menu, and I say, "I'll take uh, the flame menu." It just clicked in my head, like, enjoy it as much as I can now because we don't know what's coming next. I do know they are trying to collapse this food industry. So if you look at Bill Gates buying up all this land and all of them are trying to push this basic system of controlled diets, you can't eat this, they wanna make sure that everybody's eating stuff that they say is healthy. And that's the World Economic Foundation, the WHO, and I'm going to pass you a whole bunch of information. and You can put it up for your, your uh, listeners because I'm telling you when you see this, it's going to it, – it actually – the more you read, the more in disbelief you become. But here's the thing. It's all in writing. They're telling you what they're going to do.
0: This is to what? Dumb down the population, make them subservient,
1: so weaken them? So I, I got to say this to the audience. When Trotter and I—we're we're sitting here talking—and I can tell he is passionate. I mean, you know, you're talking to a man. You know, you're talking to a guy that, like, he—I mean, he's standing there, and it's not like he's in your face, but he's letting you know, like, I'm passionate about these causes. I'm passionate about this. And when you're sitting here listening, and, and we're sitting here talking, let me tell you something. He would not be that type of person if a diet—he ate a, a diet of soy. It just wouldn't happen. And we've seen what it's done to society. I love talking to this guy because this is the type of guy that I served with in the military. These are the type of guys that, no, you you gotta be out there, you gotta be a go-getter. You can't be afraid. You've got to just get out there and get the word and just talk truth.
0: Doug, I happen to be, uh, well, you do too. And this is my comment about Alan. Uh, it's just the fact of the matter. Uh, his, we have different ancestries. I mean, you and I have an ancestry that roots from Europe, and Alan does not. Okay, that's it's just the way that history has portrayed it. But this is what I'm getting at here is that you're feeding or picking off or receiving the energy that I'm putting out is the white man, and I'm saying that because that's what I am. I can't Correct. speak for other—I I simply cannot speak for other ethnicities, okay? I'm Correct. identified with that. I'll take the identification. That's People want to identify, identify me as, I'll self-identify as that. As a white man, is the white man
1: the biggest threat to this—
0: Enemy?
2: Huh? What? What?
1: That- you know, I would say the biggest kind of threat... Of
2: hanging out, you know?
1: <laughs> it's not just the white man. They, at this point in time, the biggest threat is the white man.
0: At this point in time?
1: At this point in time. If you look at...
0: All
1: right. In history, depending on how things go...
0: No, no, I'm not saying I'm the biggest threat here. That's not what I'm saying.
1: No, I understand it completely what you're saying. What you're saying is... White men, if you look at the United States... Is mainly made up of a white culture. But we have, you know, you have uh, Hispanic. Right. And we have African Americans. You know, there's uh, some Asians, you know, that make up smaller parts of the population. All fall
0: victim to the same system that we speak of?
1: And they all fall victim to the system because there's a narrative pushed because they have to, to control population, you have to get rid of the toxicity. Toxicity has been built into our system. I don't even want to say toxicity. No, it's more masculinity, Right. Uh, just you had to have that type of stuff back in the 1800s to farm to be a rancher you know it, it, you can't have no. somebody out there you know they didn't have the technology back then now you have technology Look, think about it this way now you have technology you don't need masculine to do right. quote unquote right. masculine stuff no no we have robots for that we have machines for that we have like, it's basically a replacement. But to get rid of that, because a lot of people are what? No, you're not going to take my guns. No, you're not going to do this. No, you're not going to do that. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to be toxic. You know, some guys, you know, they, they use it as a, as a code word. And
0: black men racists.
1: Well, because a lot of, and here's why. You have to understand this. A lot of, you know, gentlemen I've talked to that are black, they're waking up, or some of them were never asleep they're they are family men bottom line you cannot be a weak family man or you have a weak family all the men i know that are black that have strong families is because they had a strong father who stuck their foot up their rear end when the time came it was just like my father my father was a uh, military just like i was i i didn't get beat all the time there's nothing like that. But guess what? He had stipulations. If I didn't meet those stipulations, guess what? I didn't get rewarded. I got restricted. I got confiscated to the house. I could not go out and do certain things. Uh, he would take away certain things. You know, back back when I was there, I remember having the flip TV. And then we had MTV come out, and that was the big thing. I was disconnected from all that. I wasn't allowed to watch it. You know, there was... Nowadays, people would say, oh, that's child abuse. What do you mean? You know, we have things now. Look, you know... You're doing this on a cell phone. We have kids who, if their cell phone's taken away, they, I had one friend (laughs) who, they took the daughter's phone, they were basically trying to call it child abuse. So, I mean, we have weird things going on. Kids now actually think their cell phone is theirs. Even though you're paying a bill, and you're paying for that data plan, There's kids out there because their parents haven't instilled in them, this is a privilege, it's not a right. And kids now think it's their right. It's the same thing with men. So if you look at current society, like I was telling you, if you have a weak family, you can break it down. The communists were very good at that. Look at most of their athletes, they never saw their family after a certain point in time. And a lot of other jobs. If they needed them for mathematics, hey, you're going to mathematics school in this city. Um, we're pulling you from your family because they knew you had a gift at a young age for mathematics or science. So they—that's how they broke the system down. The Chinese had done that for a certain period of time. So you have to understand if they can do that here and break down the family, that gives them total control. Right now, I can tell you a, a lot of the youth, and I've heard these conversations. They will come out because they see a soundbite on TikTok, okay, or Instagram or what have you, and they will recite the misinformation that the left, and I don't even like to call it the left, but it's those in power that are looking to control kids. They're giving them bad information. It's all propaganda. You look at the left media, Yahoo News, for example. I asked somebody, I said, where do you see that? Oh, yeah, it was on Yahoo News so you, you you actually are you actually quoting that Yahoo News you, you know that's not that's not like a real su- like why don't you go do some research please do some research don't like don't talk to me not trying to be rude but that would th- that not would, a credible it's not credible source so we're, reporting or- we're, yeah we're, we're back in a situation in this world where how in the heck do we recorrect this you know, and that's you know what that is—getting out there and getting kids out there fishing, doing the hard stuff. Take away the phone and say, "No, we're gonna go fishing, we're gonna go hunting, we're gonna go hiking, we're gonna go camping." And oh, by the way, I, I got some skill tests that uh, we're gonna do, and uh, you're not coming back till we're done. So,
0: so, Doug, as we as we wind down, and and, and this has been a. Uh very thorough discussion uh, you, you and I brought it up as well you've mentioned technocrats and uh, there is a former guest on my show his name is uh, uh, Wood uh, and uh, he's uh, the author Patrick is the author of technocracy.news uh, why he was an important figure in, in, in the work that I do is because of uh, a former Stanford-Hoover fellow named uh, Sutton, Dr. Anthony Sutton, that wrote a number of books, uh, but one of them primarily being the Federal Reserve Conspiracy. i not talking about a theory. You're talking about an actual conspiracy to overthrow the government via controlling its economics, its banking, which we've talked about and, and you've discussed as saying that's being managed through the City of London. We're certainly speaking their language, or England's language, maybe not that of the City of London. Are there are there some some words that you want to talk about in regards to the technocrats and identifying who they are? Because because I, I I pull back, Doug, and I pull back and I say, okay, well, there's, there's two threats that we've kind of talked about right here. We've talked about a city-state combination or a unified religious type threat that, that seems to stem out of one of these historic powers and that is the most organized the, without a doubt the most organized religion on the planet, period. It's the largest religion It's the most organized religion in that regard. Uh, the, 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 the Vatican, the, the Catholic Church and we're talking about the Jesuits and the Franciscans Dominicans we can talk about the different power structures within that Correct. organization. But religiously speaking uh, that seems to be a threat As it was During the time of George Washington And has remained a threat Why not? Why, why, are, why should we not be able to consider it a threat? Well, we are And you and I are discussing that And, and saying this That yes, if you're right. listening to this You should consider that as being a real threat And we've talked about But how do the technocrats Technology, if you will Advanced digital currency How does that fit into
1: This encroachment Of I think religious
0: monopolization.
1: When when I look at the uh, technocrats, you know, they're in essence, and this is this is just theory. You know, I'm just throwing this out there on my thoughts. The technocrats are tied in with the religions. You know, like how we were talking about. You want to kind of bring the religions together because it's basically consolidating the human psyche. Okay. So you bring all these religions together you have this one kind of religion kind of sort of you know I'm still trying to figure out how, how I know the popes talked about it you know trying to have this are you Catholic? no um, I've been to Catholic service you know I had no issues I mean it was good service but the when I look at you have this consolidation then you bring in the technocrats now looking at the consolidation of information and how they're able to do that how how they're able to control it and control what you say so if, if you're saying something they don't want to hear censorship they do the censorship exactly. or they shadow ban you they start ratcheting it up those type of things and with the social credit score and with all these other things they're able to actually help bring that together and it's it's like a central power as they, they have basically been kind of pulled in on the power structure. They are basically the technologi- the technocrats are the ones overseeing the technological implementation of the New World Order, which is, which
0: is run by this onset coming onset digital currency, great reset Correct.
1: So like if you what do you call the uh, they talk about the great resets coming in the you know, agenda, what is it, 2030 now? Or it was 2021. Now it's, or, yeah, so now it's agenda 2030. So if you look at, as they keep consolidating all these companies, you notice how when right. people were getting banned, for example, what should have shocked people was when one platform banned somebody or news agency, and all of a sudden within probably about 30 minutes, all of them had banned them. Before people even found out, all of a sudden you just found out. Boom, boom, boom. It was like a, a cascade effect. That was all planned. So if you look at the technology, these technocrats are it's being bas- manipulated. It's being. Oh yes, they are. The, they are basically the information. They're the ones controlling information, so all of this can co- take place. They're moving their companies. You know, look at the controlled implosion during uh, COVID nineteen of the economy. Look at all the small businesses that went down. Look at, you know, Bill Gates and all these people were such, uh, Jeff Bezos and all these people. I understand that they're business people, right, to a point. (coughs) Excuse me. They're business people to a point, right? Well, if you're so really wanting to see the best thing in the world, why didn't anybody step up and help those small businesses and all those people that were losing their jobs when this came out because no one could get together? There was none of that. It wasn't there. No, they they were consolidating their power. In addition to that, what were they doing? And their with wealth
0: has the, skyrocketed since... Well,
1: and here's the thing. Everybody thinks they just got the business. You understand me? And when I say the business, like what you would have paid to go to like a smaller business or like to buy food. Hey, I didn't go to the local pub or the local restaurant. So I had to order my food from whatever service, Amazon, Walmart, whatever. Okay? What people don't realize is they also came in and bought up all these businesses that were basically tanking and going bankrupt. They came in and were starting to buy up what? All the property at fire sale prices. Now you have the real estate, which now adds to your value even more and your wealth. Look what happened in Minneapolis. You had 1,500 physical structures and, completely and so burned you know if you look at the pictures of Minnesota up in Minneapolis when, after yeah, all the riots we're not, we're not it looked like Somalia the pictures yeah I mean it or you know Serbia something like that it was a total wasteland looked like it had got shelled war zone so now let's think about that let's think about that was that was that on purpose because no one stopped them Who's buying up all the property in Minnesota? I'll leave that one for you to reach. <laughs> Think about that, brother. 1,500 businesses. 1,500 over, burned down. Who's buying up the property in Minnesota? Soros. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Great question. But if you were to look and look at all the shell companies. And when I say shell companies, it's, you know, usually you might have the, the higher company. Like, say you have a Vanguard or BlackRock. Then it, come, it cascades down into a couple different companies. Yep. And then you have the smaller land management, whatever, or real estate. And, and they come in and buy it. But it's actually the, the profits filter up into Vanguard or BlackRock. Yeah. Which, basically, they're actually one and in, in, one in the same anyway. So and it's Yeah, man, this has been an awesome it's conversation, happening. man. You're a smart guy, brother. I enjoy this. You are smart. Your users and listeners that are out there, the people that are listening, you're doing a great service. This is this has been a great conversation. We need to get together again. Man. I'm about to start my podcast back up. I think we're going to have to have some conversations. Looking forward to it, Doug. Some final, final thoughts for
0: for listeners. Final thoughts, and, and, and as you listen, as you listen to uh, what is it, dangerous Doug? No, it's uh, uh, what, what does Clay call you? Uh,
1: Clay. Well, Clay was making the joke of uh, call me Scary Doug. Scary Doug.
0: As as listeners, as you listen to Scary Doug, uh, uh, I mentioned these final, final thoughts for you to walk away with. I want you. I want you to take in consideration that here is a man that served his country for 20 years. Yeah, about 26 total. 26 years in, in the military. He's traveled the world. Under any he's seen the dangers that are now present in your homeland. It's like a domestic intrusion. It is a destiny. It's not like it is a domestic intrusion. It's not a theory. It is a conspiracy. Period the conspiracy to overthrow this country and bring it to its knees and it's active and you're facing it and you listening are the resistance so as you listen to Doug share these final thoughts uh, with you uh, take into consideration that history that he brings to this delivery please
1: you know the best thing I can tell everyone out there is number one you need to get right with the Lord you need to understand it's okay to be afraid. But we're going to be entering in a time when you have to have faith in yourself, have that courage to stand up. You can't hope for things unless you take action. You, have to, you can't hope for other people. You have to galvanize yourself that will give you the hope because you will know as you see others gaining strength from you strength in numbers leads to greater faith and greater hope and greater outcomes so please start making preparations for yourself if you don't have water and food and certain things on hand take care of that now get those things for yourself because there will be turbulent times coming ahead and you will be relied upon by your family. And you don't want to be the weak link. Doug, thank you very much. Thanks, brother.